No dream is ever possible with just inspiration and motivation. But every dream is possible when you take action and take the first step towards realizing that dream. The will to win is not possible without the will to prepare. Welcome to the Black Founder Podcast, where we aim to educate African-American males on how to plan, build, and become the next great Black Founder. Now here's your host, Albert Williams. Hey, Black Founder. Today I'm proud and honored to have our guest, Marquise Braden on. Marquise is an entrepreneur, inspirational speaker, life and career coach. Marquise Braden is helping individuals live inside their purpose, master their significance, and do the work they were created to do. A native of Nashville, the eldest of four siblings to a single mother, Marquise is the first in his family to complete college and graduate school, earning a bachelor's and master's of science in public health. After being laid off a year and a half ago, Marquise made a conscious decision to shift from being a nine-to-fiver to becoming an entrepreneur. No longer did he desire to settle for the comfort zone of a job, but Marquise decided to take the risk and to better himself and to step into his purpose. Today, Marquise is chief executive officer of Marquise Braden Inspires, founder of Shift Your Life University, and the host of the Shift Your Life podcast. His mission in life is to transform lives by helping people shift out of their stuck place into their God place. His favorite quote is from Dr. Miles Monroe, the greatest tragedy in life is life without purpose, life with no direction. Moreover, life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. Marquise, welcome to the show. Thank you, man, for inviting me. I really appreciate the opportunity to share with your listening audience and to share with you as well. So I appreciate it, Albert. Uh, Thank you. Your, Your bio speaks for itself. I mean, you decided a year and a half ago to just make that shift and um, brand yourself, become the brand, become the uh, entrepreneur. So I'm going to jump right into it. Tell us something about yourself that's not in your bio. Well, what's not in my bio is that I am also a minister and I really believe that faith has been a very key component to my stepping into entrepreneurship. I think that without my faith and without my belief in God, I would not have been able to have the courage to not go back and get another nine to five. But I decided, as my bio said, to really step outside of that comfort zone. And my faith played a crucial part in me stepping outside of that comfort zone and stepping into what I believe is my greatness zone. Oh, that's great. I think there's a quote in the Bible that's uh, faith without works. Is dead. That's right. All right. All right. All right. That's great. All right. Here at Black Founder, you know, again, we're passionate, we're passionately interested in you and the path that you take to become an entrepreneur. So is there a point in time that you can identify when the entrepreneur bug hit you? You know, I never really thought about being an entrepreneur growing up in a single parent home, working class family. You know, it was always ingrained in my mentality that you go to school, get a good education find you a great paying job with benefits and you work there until you retire, you know? And so I never really had that encouragement to to be an entrepreneur. But what happened for me along the way was that I realized that the jobs that I had were not very fulfilling. They were not necessarily pulling on the gifts and the talents that I naturally had. And so As I began to consider what I was good at and what my strengths were, 
I learned that I could take those strengths of speaking and teaching and mentoring and turn them into a business for myself. And so I guess it was around uh, right after graduate school when I started working and realizing that there was more to life than, you know, earning a paycheck and having great benefits. But I needed to step into my own personal level of greatness. And so I started speaking at high schools and colleges and when that first person, I always give this testimony, when the first organization paid me to come and speak, I knew that other people would be out there to pay me to do the same thing. And so I just began to en- engage uh, certain individuals that I knew who were in the speaking and coaching industry. And I started to uh, be mentored by them and started to follow them and watch how they were doing and conducting themselves to create a business around uh, what I would call information. All right. So you you made your shift, so to speak. Well, you know, I think my shift came much later. Um, I would consider myself to have been a parallelpreneur for quite some time because speaking to some degree was still just a hobby. I never really formally designed it and created it as a business until really once I got laid off. And so I would just really do it for fun, not really um, thinking that I could create a living doing it until I actually was laid off and decided that, hey, I'm really going to pursue this thing wholeheartedly with every ounce of energy that I have so that I can take control of my life, my future, and my finances. Well, Black Founders, imagine this. You could you could make a business out of something that you like doing. That's something that's fun. That, that's that's the best of both worlds, right? It's the best of both worlds. You know, I used to always watch the award shows and watch all of the various artists who sing and who rap. And I'm like, you know, what an awesome profession to be in that you can make hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars singing a song. Oh, man. You got you to gotta love what you do, Black Founders. And Marquise is a perfect example. He decided to take something that he had a passion for and turn it into a business. So if Marquise could do it, why can't you be the next black founder? Mm. All right. Although there are many, there are many action items. What three specific items do you suggest that the average person would do to, to start their journey on becoming an entrepreneur? I would say the top three for me would be that you have to have first a keen sense of awareness of who you are. And I say that because I think that many times we pursue things based on the thoughts and the opinions of others and not the thoughts and opinions of ourselves. And that's why that quote is my favorite quote, that the greatest failure in life is to be successful at the wrong assignment. And so I think that many of us first need to sit down and really self-discover what that purpose is, self-discover what that true passion is, self-discover what those natural gifts and talents are before we even launch out to start uh, opportunity or to start a business. Because I think that the best place for you to always start is to search yourself to find out, well, what are my strengths? What comes easy for me, but hard for other people? You know, what are those things that I know that I would do for free even if I didn't get paid for it? And so I think if you start there, really uncovering 
those natural giftings and talents, you can't go wrong. And then the next thing I think that you have to have after you do the self-discovery and after you uncover some of those things that you've buried along your life, I think the next thing is, is that you have to identify like-minded individuals who can connect with the vision that you have. You know, before I could afford a coach, I had mentors. And sometimes those mentors were not people that I personally knew. Sometimes those mentors were individuals like Bishop T.D. Jakes, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, Les Brown. And they mentored me through their books. They mentored me through their audio tapes that, or CDs that they made available. They mentored me through their webinars or different opportunities that they made available for free for many years before I even got to this point. And so once you self-discover, I think it's very important to identify mentors and individuals who are of like mind and who are doing the thing that you want to do in your future. And so you want to connect with the right people. And that wasn't always easy for me because I consider myself to be an introvert. But if I wanted to be successful in what I call the information industry, then I needed to identify individuals who were very successful in the information industry, in the self-development industry, and then began to not necessarily become them, but to pattern myself after some of their business acumen that they had. And then the last thing is to take action. After you've self-discovered, after you've found like-minded individuals and began to get be mentored by them, no dream is ever possible with just inspiration and motivation. But every dream is possible when you take action and take the first step towards realizing that dream. Uh, well, that's that's a that's a that's a quote in itself. That's that's the end of the show, folks. That's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need. I mean, you know, you know, Marquis dropped some gems, right? We over and over you hear in the black founder you hear in the podcast, on the Black Founder podcast, get a mentor, find a mentor, find a coach. But this is the first time, this is only my fifth show, but this is the first time where a guest has said, hey, you don't need money to get a coach. I was coached by the books of Les Brown, the audios and books of T.D. Jakes, Dr. Kimbrough. It doesn't always take money for you to find a mentor. You don't have to spend money to find a mentor. There's YouTube, there's books, there's libraries. You, know, you spend an hour in Barnes & Noble's Black Founder and preview a book. That's no one, right. No one's going to throw you out of there. So it doesn't always take money, but money, that's a perfect segue into our next question. Do you believe money is the catalyst to propel your business? Well, I do believe this, and I've learned this along the way, is that if your business is not making money, then you don't really have a business. And so I believe that money is not necessarily the catalyst to you starting or having a business. But I think that you only truly have a business if your business is producing revenue and also in turn producing profit. I read the other day that if your business is not really producing revenue and then also in turn producing profit, really all you have is a good hobby. You have a hobby. You have a hobby and you allow what you said earlier, I summed up as you allow people to rent space in your head and they create these hobbies for you. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. All right. You're all right. correct. You're correct. All right. Uh, let's move on. If you had a, a passionate burning desire, 
to offer the world an amazing product or service, but you lack the resources to see it into reality. What do you suggest our listeners should do to fulfill their next, to fulfill their great dream of becoming an entrepreneur? You know, there's a great speaker, a young guy named Jonathan Sprinkles. And he says, points are important, but connection is key. And I think that one of the best things that you can do if you do have an amazing product or service that you lack the resources, the best thing that you can do is to make connections with individuals who may be able to help you uh, ensure that that product or service is available or accessible to others. And so no man or woman is an island unto him or herself. And so we know that no successful business, no successful entrepreneur is able to achieve the level of success in their business without others. And it's very important that we make those right connections, those key connections with other individuals who have an interest or who are supporters or who John Lee Dumas calls your tribe to support your business. And so the first thing that you can do is to begin to make connections with individuals who have an interest in what you have to offer or your product or service meets a need for individuals who can share with other people how your product or service helps them so that they can get it into the hands of other people. I mean, like you said earlier, like-minded individuals, networking. So it's not what you know, it's not what you have. It's who you know and the connections and the relationships that you could develop. Is that, is that a fair to say? That's fair to say, but I always take it one step further because a lot of times we want to say that it's who you know, but I think that at the end of the day, it's who knows you. Exactly. Who knows your product? Who knows your service? Who knows how it works and how it's helped other people? I mean, Black Founders, you got a nuggets. You got great nuggets. I'm going to give you guys a moment. We're going to take a quick break and give you guys a moment to grab a fresh sheet of paper and let's get back into it. Marquise, you're going to hang around for our rapid fire session? I'm going to hang around. I'm- yeah, man, I'm me, man, Ragashanti asking, are you looking for the best deal in a car service? Riding along in an automobile. Then call, best deal, best deal car service, the best car service in the Bronx. Professional, comfortable, and reliable car service to your destination. Call best deal car service. Best deal car service. The best car service in the Bronx. You got a fast car. 718-798-5555. That's 718-798-5555. For professional, comfortable, and reliable car service to your destination, call Best Deal Car Service. The best cars. The best rides. The best deal. The real deal. Call them now. That's 718-798-5555. Five, 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 five. Best deal car service. The best car service in the Bronx. All right, Black Founders, we're here with Marquise Braden, founder of Marquise Braden, Marquise Braden Inspires, and uh, the host of the Shift Your Life podcast. Marquise, we're going to jump into our rapid fire questions where I'm going to ask you some questions and you're going to give me an answer 30 seconds or less. Are you ready for that? I'm ready. All right, sir. Do you think leadership skills can be learned or is it a gift you were born with? I believe leadership skills can be learned. And I think that there are some individuals who are born with some natural gifts of leadership, but I think leadership is a skill set that can be learned. And how does one start 
to learn to be a leader? I think it goes back to uh, the mentorship. I think it goes back to your connection with individuals who are of like mind or of like character as you. And so when I mentioned those individuals like T.D. Jakes and Les Brown and Dr. Kimbrough, there was a kindredness of spirit that I was connected to that allowed me the opportunity to not only through their books, but also through other products and services that they had to inform me that leadership is a skill that can be taught and whatever areas that I feel like I can need growth in, there's an opportunity for me to learn and to grow. All right. Moving on. Do you prefer audio or conventional books? I prefer conventional. I haven't really got into the audio books just yet. I like to, well, when you say conventional, I read most of my books now on my iPad. So that's not so conventional, but I like to have notes and opportunities to be able to scribble my ideas or type in my notes when I'm reading. All right. What are you reading now? That's exciting. Right now, I'm actually reading the 48 Laws of Power. 48 Laws of 48 Power. Laws of Power. And the author of it, I'll have to go back to my iPad and find out who the author is. But it's a very good book. It's, I've just started reading it. And 48 Laws of Power helps individuals to really learn how to access power. What's, your, what's the one takeaway you've gotten from the book thus far? Well, the first chapter was really good because the first chapter dealt with never outshining the master, teaching you that even though for those individuals who may be working jobs or work for somebody or have clients, that there is a struggle of power sometimes that we all have to deal with when it concerns with who we work for or who we work with. And you never want to allow your the perception of who you are to outshine the individual who may necessarily be bringing you under their wing or mentoring you or teaching you because you want to ensure that you're lifting up the individual that may be teaching you versus outshining them or shadow or your shadow overshadowing them because they're the ones who are helping you and can help provide access to you when your season comes. I tell you this sounds like a great book. And Black Founder, I'm going to add it to my reading list. I suggest you guys add it to yours as well. We're going to link this book as well as all the other authors Marquise mentioned on his show notes page. Marquise, um, is there any blogs or additional podcasts that you would recommend to our listeners? You know, I listen to a couple of podcasts every, one particular podcast literally every day, and that is John Lee Dumas's podcast, Entrepreneur on Fire. And then every week, I also listen to, of course, once again, Bishop T.D. Jake's podcast and Joel Osteen's podcast on a weekly basis. All right. I'm definitely a John Lee Dumas fan. So we'll definitely link back back to John Lee Dumas. All right. You know, we always share a great must have resource. What resource or app is in your toolbox that you suggest our audience get and master that's going to aid in their success? There are two that I would like to recommend. One is Canva. Canva helps you to create your memes and images, uh, quotes that you want to share without having to hire somebody to do that. You know, you spend a little time in Canva to create your own for free. And then the other is Evernote. Evernote is keeps me organized. I'm 
a type A personality where I like to have all my notes filed in a specific area. But the great thing about Evernote as well is that I'm able to share my notes uh, via a link. That really works out for me well. And then one more is Dropbox. Dropbox is great um, for my online marketing piece. If there's a free offer that I have, I can link that free offer to my Dropbox. And when people sign up for my newsletter at MarkeithBrayton.com, that link comes up and they can get that file out of my Dropbox. I mean, I'm a Dropbox fanatic, a, a Evernote fanatic, and a Canva fanatic. So it almost sounds like I'm interviewing myself. <laughs> this is great. And we're definitely going to link MarkeithBrayton.com uh, onto the uh, show notes page. And Black Founders, go and check it out. We've got a couple more questions before we let Marquise go. Marquise, what are the plan, build, become action steps our listeners should take today to move closer to becoming the next black founder? You know, I think that it's pretty much in your question. As a track runner, one of the things that uh, we learned both in high school and college, the will to win is not possible without the will to prepare. And so... I think that the first thing that every black founder or any founder must do is plan. You know, what does the plan look like mentally or in your vision before you put it on paper? And then you want to take that plan and put it on paper. I think that we don't recognize the power of writing our plans down on paper and not necessarily keeping it in our heads. And then we go back to what you have in this question. Build. What does it take to build the plan or the idea or the dream that you have? And I, ha I can only use myself as an example. Well, actually, let me use my brother as an example. You know, he wants to have a courier service and a fleet of trucks. Well, you can't have a fleet of trucks until you have your first truck. And so after he created the plan on how to start his own uh, trucking company, he had to buy that first truck. And he bought his first truck, 18-wheeler, about two months ago. And so now he is building his business based on the plan that he created. And the fleet of trucks starts with the one truck first. And so what do you have to do in order to build your way to the result of the manifested dream. And then I like the last step that you have there is become. Who do you have to become in order to be the person that you want to be 10 years from now? And that question is, is what habits do you have to institute or do you have to practice in order to become the international speaker or in order to become the C a CEO of a Fortune 500 company or in order to become a top 10 podcaster. What habits, what practices, what rituals do you have to put in place to become the person you want to be or see in five years? I mean, Black Founder, you, you have a, we have today a, a guest like no other guest that we've had on the show before. We have a motivational speaker, an inspiring speaker, and his words should be vibrating through your mind, vibrating through your soul, driving you to take action. I mean, I can't, I, I couldn't say it better. You know, the tagline for, for Black Founder is plan, build, become. And Marquise has defined the, the tagline, the business plan behind the, the idea of Black Founder. And Marquise, have you ever read my business plan? 
I've not read your business plan. There you go. And you've <laughs> defined it to the T. And that's what we're, that's the message we're trying to get out to black founders. That's the message we're trying to get out to future entrepreneurs. Speaking on building, what are you building today that's got you excited? So what I'm excited about now is I just recently had a three-week workshop called Shift Your Life University where we helped individuals get out of their stuck place into their God place. And so from that three-week workshop, we offered opportunities for those individuals to step into a group coaching program called New Life, which will start in about a week and a half. And so we are working diligently on creating that program so that the individuals who took the opportunity or took advantage of the opportunity to have a new life or to shift into a new life, we're working on that and that should be rolling out in the next week and a half. And then hopefully by the end of the year, I will be taking my podcast, the top 10 podcast of my show, Shift Your Life podcast, and we will be creating a book from those top 10 podcasts of advice from those guests. Oh, man. That, that, now, you planned, you build, and you become. So right now, what you're doing is setting the foundation for others to follow in your footsteps. And with the Shift Your Life University in a three-week three workshop and following that up with group coaching, come on, Black Founders. Everything you need is in this podcast. What's holding you back? Marquise. How can we keep in touch with you and follow the growth of your dynamic business and especially keeping up with the new life group coaching sessions as they become available? Well, you can keep in touch with me at MarkeithBrayton.com and you spell Markeith, M-A-R-K-E-I-T-H dot B-R-A-D-E-N dot com. Or you can hit me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram just with my name, Markeith. Brayton. And then I'm also creating a Facebook group that will be entitled Shift Your Life University. Oh, man. And on access to that group, that group will be wide open for our listeners and anyone else who... That group will be open. Public group, right? There'll be a public group. Uh, perfect. Marquise, it's been a pleasure. It's been, it's been a pleasure. I mean, you, I've gotten some good terms from you. Uh, uh, an uh, industry expert, a it's amazing. I'm so happy and proud and glad and blessed to have you have you as our guest today. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Albert, for having me on Black Founder, and I look forward to continue our relationship with you. All right, sir. Thank you much. This is Abigail for the Black Founder Podcast.